0: Welcome to the Healing Gardens podcast, produced and distributed by Healing Gardens Community, an online platform where gardeners can make money by sharing their healing and therapeutic gardens with their local community. I'm your host, Farmer Rishi, and in this podcast, we explore the healing power of gardens from their ability to provide us with delicious and nourishing nourishing food. To their miraculous power to help us recover from difficult situations every episode we interview gardeners researchers and activists learning how people are using gardens to heal and how gardens are helping the earth heal from centuries of colonization and destruction this week our guest is one of our healing gardens hosts kamala jivanji and kamala is joining us from mar vista california just out on the western side of Los Angeles, and I met Camilla just uh, just about a year ago, I believe. I was uh, put out a call for uh, gardeners who'd be willing to share their spaces, and Camilla was one of the first to respond. And um, I went out to her garden, and just really amazed by the the depth of the space that she's created. You know, even in the front yard, there's these these Beautiful tall trees, and like even just as you step up on the stairs, you feel like you're entering a forest. And then, as you come back into the yard, this um, feeling of really being being hugged by the garden. And and I was really taken with what she's done, with what she had done in creating the garden. Uh, but I was even more taken with her as a person. Uh, Gamala has a very, I would say a a regal personality. She's just exudes a lot of of grace and wisdom, and so I've really enjoyed uh, talking to her and learning from her. And uh, I'm so happy to have you on the on the podcast today, Kamala. Thank you for joining us.
1: Well, thank you, Rishi. That was quite an introduction. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you've you've definitely uh, you know since since we've met, uh, you've definitely made an impact on me, and I. I uh, yeah i really appreciate you the, um, I, I appreciate your approach to the garden and, and in all the conversations we've had it uh i really feel like um you're i don't know there's a sense of maybe calm and peace about you that really comes across whenever we talk so well, I, I really enjoy talking to you
1: yeah me too <laughs>
0: um so i want to start off with just asking about how you got into gardening? Because I know when we talked earlier, you mentioned that, um, you know, the garden that you've created in this in your home, you started uh, really, con- you know, doing a lot more with it just a couple of years ago. Um, but were you always a gardener? Or this is something that, you know, you more recently become passionate about?
1: Well, I think innately I was always a gardener. It was something that's, In my family, my grandfather was a gardener. I mean, he enjoyed um, gardening. My uncle was in uh, uh, agriculture. My sister loves gardening. So it was almost there. But I think I never really paid as much attention or gave it as much time as it needs. Uh, When we first moved into this house, this backyard was I mean, a hundred percent plantless. Mm. It was some kind of grass with compacted earth and um, not a bush and not a tree. And so it started slowly. I think uh, we first planted, I mean, I didn't know what I was doing. I just put in a lemon and an orange tree because that's what seemed to be around. Uh, I still have that wonderful lemon tree and the tangerine tree so glad i planted those two but then this has been 45 years almost it has completely evolved and changed as i have evolved and changed and been drawn more and more to really tending a garden and especially now um, since i stopped working i've had much more time to do it so it's uh, it's really been a wonderful space for me. And with the lockdown, there couldn't be a more perfect way to spend your time.
0: Absolutely. And I I mean, just from what we see here on the camera, uh, you know, there's all sorts of flower flowers behind you and see big trees growing above you. So definitely in 45 years, you've done quite a bit.
1: It's a small space as gardens go. uh, But, you know, I, I've just stuffed things in here that I love and want to grow, and um, and mostly they take, and some some don't make it either due to climate or soil. Or it,
2: the, there
1: is a lot of shade in this garden because of the tree. I do like the shade, but that sort of limits uh, what grows. Um, but it is full of growth. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And.
1: Yeah
2: since
0: you started you, you know you described like you started 45 years ago and and you know your family has is full of gardeners uh has has your philosophy of gardening changed over time and i know you've, you you you've been, you said you've been spending a lot more time in the garden more recently like what have you been learning and and what's changed for you in your approach
1: i think it just changes all the time because you just as you garden you sort of it just deepens your connection and your knowledge and um, and you know what you really want your garden to be so i think for many years it was just a space that i wanted some green things and wanted it to look nice but mm. it it's much more meaningful now because i really want plants that um have some purpose for me mm-hmm. and um, there's sort of a, a meaningful connection to it I mean, many years ago probably 10 15 years ago the front i had grown the ginkgo trees six ginkgo trees i had planted but that was not that was just some we had hired a landscaper to do the front and it was his suggestion which was wonderful i'm so happy i did that Um, but then a part of it was still grass and 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 I thought why am I watering this grass it's kind of it has no purpose to it I want something that's either going to fruit or flower or have food or fragrance or something more than just green grass so I terraced the front yard and turned it into a vegetable garden Um, I mean it's trying to get more into permaculture so this idea of not just growing vegetables but you grow plants that attract bees and birds and sort of mix it up a little bit.
0: Right, right right.
1: That's sort of what it's been there are fruit trees out there and um and some vegetables. And uh the back uh it's it's just evolving. I'm I you know would go to nurseries, like people go to the mall on the weekends, I go look at plants and oh I love the flower of this and I love the leaf of that and I be find these plants and just sticking them in the garden just because it was a pretty thing. Mm. Uh, I think I'm now really so concerned with the environment that I think we just need to have natives. We need to have okay. things that are uh, drought tolerant that, that go with the climate, that go with the soil, that go with the resources that are available to us right. and consciousness has really changed the way i garden
0: so you're you're viewing the garden in this much more holistic sense now oh, instead absolutely. of just okay this is a place for
1: no it's not a place for pretty plants it's a place for uh, things that should belong here in this climate in this soil because the soil is all clay it um which lends itself well to native plants, and mm-hmm. um, so that's what I've been veering towards.
0: And so you you mentioned plants that belong in the garden. Have you have you found more of a sense of your belonging in the garden now that you're oh,
1: absolutely, absolutely? Because you know when you're doing things in a meaningful way, then that just connects you to it. It's you and the plant and the garden are all sort of in synchronicity. it's not like you have mm-hmm. you have somebody you hire a landscape architect that comes and does your garden for you and it really has none of your own um, uh, input or what would you imagine the garden to be so um yeah i think it it's it deepens your connection and then the more you work a garden the more it just deepens your connection to the earth because you're dealing with soil and some things survive some things die and and you learn from it all it's just the learning is unending it's um you can take classes and you can read books and go online but, you know, that's just information.
2: Yeah.
1: Information isn't what does it. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, it helps uh, for sure. But it's only in the doing that you really know. And mm-hmm. knowledge is what a garden is really all about, is acquiring that knowledge. Because it's not just knowledge of a garden. It's knowledge of, it's the, it's the micro of the macro Right. you know the whole world is reflected in the garden, so you're really learning about everything about life, about yourself. Um, it's a fantastic teacher
0: I think that's it's very interesting what you brought up is especially in this time you know in uh in the quarantine, like we don't have a lot of uh space for experience, right like a lot of us are just at home, we're not able to go out and and we're receiving a lot of just information right from the news from the tv from the internet and and you know i think what a lot of people are finding is like information without context without experience is is very confusing it's not it's not actually very helpful to just be collecting information and no. and the garden is a place where we can we can learn you know, through experience, we can learn with our whole body, we can learn with all of our senses. And that's, that's a much more, you know, that's when you're, you're not getting information, right? You're getting wisdom. And so, yeah,
1: that's exactly it. Because it's, it's the three steps, you know, you have the information, then you have knowledge. And really, as your knowledge deepens, it turns to wisdom. Hmm. But to have the knowledge, you need to engage all your senses. It's not, you know, it, it doesn't really get um, get absorbed at a higher level otherwise.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, Camilla, I know you've, you know, we've, we've talked uh, in depth multiple times before, and, and one of the things we've discussed is, is both of our, uh, our, the way we've we've recovered from from challenges through gardening and the way we've moved through our healing processes through gardening and and you know you were diagnosed with with cancer uh, was it a couple of years ago
1: exactly a year
0: exactly a year
1: okay, okay. Yeah.
0: yeah so you know i, I would love for uh, for you to share with us you know how has how has the the garden been part of your healing process and you know, have you found medicine in the garden and, and has it helped you move through, you know, the, the challenges that you've, you've faced and experienced?
1: He, you know, I, I know it has, I, I can't quite quantify it, but, um, but there's something about spending time here, out here, just putting my hands in soil, composting, I love composting, uh, mm. is this sense of regeneration that comes.
2: Mm.
1: And um, and you realize that, you know, there's these, uh, there's so much that goes on that is not visible to the eye, that goes on in the soil, in the darkness of the soil, in the darkness of our own bodies,
2: mm.
1: that is that is the healing that is the regeneration Mm -hmm. and um and the garden just is such a positive confirmation of the fact that you can heal yourself Mm -hmm. and uh -hmm. it's been it's been very comforting to be out here
0: Mm. yeah we have you know one of the things that i've been seeing a lot recently is is we have this uh, as a society or as a culture we have we have this fear of of an end right like fear of our our own mortality or you know now with coronavirus we have this fear of the end of our of our society or the end of the world uh what do you what do you think the garden has taught you about about endings and and you know is that have uh, you
1: well, that's, that's the big thing in the garden is that there is no ending. You know, it's just... And an then one form of ending is a new beginning. So it's all... There isn't this linear thing of a beginning and an end. It's right. just all moves in a cycle. And we're part of that cycle. Um, so, I mean, death is just a portal into another life, into another beginning. And I know it's it's something that is sometimes very, it's difficult to deeply get it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, intellectually, you can say it, but, um, but I feel like it's, the, the garden really inspires me to think like that because everything is coming back in a new way. And a new life, and you know, you take all this dead matter from the garden. When I trim my plants or trees, I don't, uh, I don't trash any of that dead wood or dead leaves. I just oh. recycle it, and um, I mean, re- I mean, compost it. And, um, and the compost that comes out of that is just so lovely. <laughs> it's like you know, you put your hands in it. Yeah. There's a there's a nice smell to it. There's a nice so what happened, this so-called dead matter, this rotting stuff has turned into this beautiful soil. So, you know, someday our bodies will do that. Uh. And um, and that's just okay. I think that the garden really makes you, the, the fear goes away. Mm. Mm. Uh, it's not that one doesn't think of these things from time to time, but, but no, there's no real fear when you, Garden teaches you that life is all around you.
0: Hmm. It's, uh, I mean, I I I feel like for me, uh, you know, compost. I I I tell everyone. I mean, if you're gonna start gardening, like you gotta start. You know, I I feel like one of the best places to start is with the compost because that that lesson of of regeneration and renewal is, is just so strong and obvious and it's like once you get that one like so much of the fear just drops away right and it opens up so much more possibility it opens up your uh it just you know lets you move past a lot of these maybe mental hurdles that you've had and 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 really you know be ready to start something new
1: yeah 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 compost is where it all starts
0: uh one of the one of the things i also find you know with uh, with people starting gardening is that we have you know we'll have this focus on on you know the food you know the vegetables or we'll have this focus on um we'll have this focus on the flowers or some you know we'll, we'll focus on something very like physical and tangible yeah uh, But when i talk to gardeners who've been gardening for a for a long time, you know, for, for years or for decades, like it seems like there's always the, the focus kind of shifts or like what you see as the food of the garden uh, tends to shift. And, mm-hmm. and you start to see that it's, it's more about the experience or it's more about the space. Is that has that sh- kind of shift happened for you as well?
1: Oh yeah. 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 It's always shifting. I mean, my, as I said, I started the front, um, I terraced it so that I would have these vegetable beds.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, it's shifted and more from that into, because also the the com- for a while I was composting in place in the beginning, which is just digging little holes, uh, not right where the plants are, but close by and burying my compost there, until the raccoons invaded and would dig up everything. So. <laughs> It was, I mean, they're still there. So I don't do that anymore. I've got a big compost pit in the back. Yeah. But um, a lot of stuff grows out of the compost. I got a papaya tree. I got actually three papaya trees. Um, A cherimoya tree. Um, I like six avocado trees, which I've had to dig out and give away. So, you know, all this bounty comes out of just the compost. Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, things started coming up and sometimes just vegetables will come up because you put the scraps and the seeds in the compost. Um, and things, and when things change in the garden, I just let them be. If I like what's happening, I just let it happen. Yeah. And um, so it's, it's really always changing. There's um, uh, different, the, the, the it isn't like i have a vegetable garden or a fruit orchard i don't have that it's all very mixed in Mm -hmm. Uh, and and some things work and some things don't so it it, yeah it's always shifting
0: sounds like you've developed a more uh relaxed attitude to to i don't know the garden's ability to maybe design itself and and create express express herself
1: yeah yeah i know the neighbors are a little um well mostly i think they like it some find it a little wild but uh, but that's okay but it's definitely stands out in the neighborhood as a garden that's doing its thing um I, I'd like to do more medicinal plants. I feel I've got some seeds now, and I'm going to start um, um, s- s- sort of experiment with that.
0: Okay, okay. Well, one of the things that that really struck me about your garden too is just the the area that you're you're, you're sitting in right now. Like you go into the backyard, and there's this beautiful little nook and you have you know the wooden chairs and a little table and and uh, there's a pond and with a water fountain and you can hear the water running and it's just a, a such a beautiful little space and you know as soon as I walk in like I can just imagine myself you know sitting on those chairs and reading a book and and really just relaxing and listening to the birds it, why was it important for you to include a space like that in the garden? Like, And and how do you use that, that space yourself?
1: Oh, I do. I do. I use it in the mornings. I'm sitting here right now. This is around the time that I, like, nine o'clock or so that I come out here. Um, I've always liked sort of shady or semi-shady spaces that feel like they're um like like you're you are you are being sort of hugged by the space so the space is holding you
2: mm.
1: and um and that's what i wanted to create i mean a lot of people like sunshine and just you know open uh yeah. but i i like that feeling of the slight enclosure the coziness of it yeah. Yeah. um so yes it 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 was it was a little deliberate to want to do it this way
0: and uh just as a as a final question here we have you know we have a lot of people listening to this podcast who are just getting started with creating their own healing garden or uh, creating a space for their their family where they can uh, grow food or grow medicine or just gather and enjoy like uh what what advice would you offer to, to someone who's, who is creating one of these spaces for, the, for themselves?
1: Hmm. Well, everyone will imagine the space the way that it appeals to them, and that's how it should be. Uh, I would say just start, just start. And, and very often, once you get started, uh, things change as you move along. Your own ideas of things change but um, and not to be sort of rigid with it but mm. to let it happen um, see where it goes but once you get started it's sometimes just that going from the inertia into doing it takes an effort but once you're started you get um, much more motivated to really see the space come together for yourself mm. and um, it's, um, I mean, you, you, you just can't go wrong. You're going to be happy, whatever turns up.
0: I would agree with that. Yeah, just, <laughs> just get started and, and do what feels right, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Don't control it because that's the one thing that the garden teaches you. Um, I've always been a bit of a control freak all my life. And, uh, and the garden really teaches you, you know, to let go. And that's the beauty i mean in the world you're controlling things but you don't want to bring that to the garden so let it let it guide you let it inspire you and um, sort of work with it it'd be it'll be rewarding hmm.
0: well camilla thank you so much for joining us today uh, i want to let everyone know that your your garden will be available on the Healing Gardens platform as soon as we launch. And uh, we actually have some beautiful photos of you in your garden and, you know, flowers and the trees and the sitting areas on our website, healinggardens.co, right now. Okay. Uh, thank you for joining
1: Lovely. Thank you, Rishi. Yes,
0: and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, see you, everyone, next time on the next episode of the Healing Gardens podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you, everyone. All right. Bye-bye.
0: Uh, bye.